Yeah. Money never sleeps, pal. Welcome to Get Wise. The markets, your money, hedging, and everything in between. Featuring Rohana Wise, the founder and CEO of Wise Trading Technologies and the creator of Wise Risk. Get ready now to get wise. Welcome to Get Wise, brought to you by Wise Trading Technologies. This is your host, David Yaz. And thank you for joining us on the podcast that brings you financial matters, investing, and most importantly, currency risk. Currency risk. I should be able to say that by now, I think, don't you think? This is your host, David Yaz. But more importantly, I'm here with Rohana Wise and Mike Rooney of Wise Trading Technologies. And we've gotten this far in the podcast without maybe talking about obvious. And that's like what has happened this winter in the markets and break out the usual hysteria with the volatility in the markets. But um, and including one day where it was widely reported that it was a record drop. Um, we were just talking off the mic here about uh, our experiences in the past. And Mike, you were telling me you've lived through a couple of uh, the, the, the Great Depression, Mike, back in 28. <laughs> no, he's actually a rather young man. But you were telling us about your experience in surviving some of those. Yeah, well, so I, I think recently we've had quite a bit of volatility and, and you know, maybe the largest single point drop uh, in history. But the reality is, uh, from a percentage point of uh, view, there's been as big a drops or bigger drops. I mean, I was on the markets back in 87, uh, Black Monday. Black Monday, right, Black yeah. Monday, yeah. and literally uh, looking at, I was in the mutual funds, short-term trading, and and not having enough money to pay our, you know, redemptions because everybody's pulling so what do we do? Mm. Uh, and there were people literally physically sick and, and you know, quote-unquote jumping out windows. Um, yeah. I think we've kind of come a little more numb to that, and everybody stops and says, well, is that a correction? Is that going to bounce back the next day? Um, what's the overseas market doing overnight? Uh, but but you know we're starting to live. We've had a pretty nice ride recently. It's been pretty smooth. But um, yeah. starting to live with uh, some level of volatility, and, and maybe it's that investors are starting to understand the markets a little bit better. And uh, you know the idea that it doesn't always just go up, up, up. Um, but you know you know how can you best position yourself to protect your your assets? Really? Do you, do you think that? Um the public now actually is starting to get it because I know I was not really, really educated in the markets until I was sort of on my second career in, in finance. And when you look at the actual, when you look at the, the actual numbers, the graph, if you look at the stock market starting in, in 19, uh, the twenties with the great depression and then where it is to present, um, it is almost like from a distance, it's almost a, a straight line going up. It's, it's only when you get closer do you notice the dips. And so to me, that, that's the most powerful graphic for me. It's like, yes, it, 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 throughout history, it has always come back. But do you think people get that now or do people still make the same mistakes and not? Do you know, I, I think that um, there's sort of this narrative and I'm going to sort of expose myself as the nerd I am here, but there's sort of this narrative yeah. that after the depression, you know, we figured a lot about out about monetary policy, mm -hmm. right? And we establish a Fed Reserve, and we we have these. You can increase rates, and you can trade, and you can you really can. And we did learn a lot, and it has really helped. So I do think that, and you know, we put the insurance in so that people's bank accounts are insured. You know, you think back to that time of these bank runs. It was like, holy shit! Like my money yeah. is, I, and like now the federal government insures it. So so there definitely is a level of safety there. 
And I think I personally kind of grew up like, oh yeah, that's a problem of the past. Like that's something that, you know, after the depression, like we, we, we yeah. brilliant human beings, you know, we are, use our ingenuity and we've got monetary, we can press different levers and we can really control this. And what we're learning is that that's obviously really not true. I mean, this has resulted in things like negative interest rates. You know, there's still, you, you just can't, there's too many variables. It's just too big and too chaotic. And it, that just becomes more. And this kind of comes back to, the the movie trailer is just like yeah it's so far away you know there's just it's so hard like how can you possibly kind of get your head around all of it this that was just with domestic you know that was just u.s stock market right. there was nothing else mm -hmm. now right. we've got right. all these different asset types we've got all these different current i mean there's just so much more so it's almost the opposite it's almost since it's gotten more complicated we the average investor maybe knows even less than they yeah. used to know that's right yeah. that's exactly what, that's okay. exactly what i'm saying yeah. you, it, and that's a scary thought, uh, right. right? So, uh, so um, yeah, I mean, and, and this and some of this is just like investing 101. But, um, you know, I had clients when I was in the industry that just did the classic, uh, you know, sell low, buy, <laughs> buy high, you know, the uh, with the um, tech, tech bubble, um, you know, people panicked. And then by the time they get back in. So but what what you do at Wise Trading Technologies, um, that the piece of the puzzle is like when the markets did go through that recent volatility, do people using your product? <laughs> this is a loaded question, right? It sounds like I'm, we're, we're going right into a promotion for the for the product, but but it's 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 on point. Is is what you do working sort of behind the scenes um, when the market takes a crash like that? Is it particularly more important then, or is it really just always important? Well, I think it's always important, yeah. but when you have extreme events like that and they're, you're subject to major losses. Now, Wise Risk would not have protected someone from the, you know, you, you own equity in Apple and the, and it's tank, you know, you, sure. live, you live in Germany, you own Apple and it starts tanking. You Managing that currency is only just, it just takes part of it away. It takes some of the pain away. It's going to tank in any language. It's going it, to... <laughs> How do you say tank in German? <laughs> they definitely have a word for it. But um, no, I see what you're saying. But but um, but it it would give people a layer of protection that they would have. It, not necessarily related to the crash, but but it's. Uh, that's right. Well, and and the the example that I usually give, and I, I put this in my book, is an Airbus crash, right? Like if I hold Airbus, excuse me, Airbus in the U.S. Mm -hmm. and there's some kind of major event, and you you know the stock is tanking because they just had a plane fall out of the sky. But it's after hours. I can't trade my Airbus stock because it's after hours on the exchange that it trades. Mm -hmm. I can still start getting out of my currency exposure mm -hmm. because now I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be over hedged. I can get, I can get back to where I should be and not, and at least minimize that piece of the risk. Are there are there people that um, take advantage of this lack of knowledge somehow? I know that's kind of a twisted question, but. That what what you do is manage risk in sort of a um, almost like a flaw in the system of investing, right? I mean, you're it's putting a patch on something that people aren't protected. I take it there are people that they're I guess they're just uh, uh, commodities traders try to right try to take advantage of of trading in um, different currencies. Is that a stupid question? I don't know. But no, it's not a stupid question. Actually, it's a. Uh it's kind of goes back to there are not very many people who are speculatively trading in currency. Okay. They're, you know, most of the, our client base, they are dealing with currency because of the other activities that they're engaged in. It's a necessary it's evil. It's a necessary yeah. evil. It's a okay. problem they have as a byproduct of something they like doing. Right. 
And that's kind of where, you know, I was coming back to like, nobody wants to deal with it. It's like, just like, I don't know, your problem, your problem. So what I see a lot of is, you know, people will say, oh yes, we hedge. But yeah. then you kind of dig into it and it's like, really? Mm-hmm. You know, what are you doing to hedge? Oh, it's, we do this spreadsheet, we rebalance it once a quarter. Like, okay, mm-hmm. that's not, that's not really hedged, you know? So there's mm-hmm. not a lot of, there's not a lot of, um, and this, this comes back to even educating like the financial advisors. Like what, mm-hmm. what are they asking the funds that they're diligencing to recommend to their clients? What are they, how, how far are they digging to say, well, when you say you're hedging currency, what are you really doing? Yeah. Yeah. And, and usually it is just, it's a periodic rebalancing. I I find it, uh, it's the exception that, that is managed well. Right. And I've actually been really surprised. I mean, because I came from MFS and Wellington and both of those places do manage it really well. And I know that because I worked a ton on the systems that they use to manage it well. And I assumed that all of the big, you know, asset managers would have something really solid in place. And I was so wrong because Mm -hmm. I, you know, one of our our beta client is a a household name, you know. Mm -hmm. Can I say it? (laughs) I don't know. Probably not. You can say it. And all I'm going to do is post this podcast and have it live forever digitally. (laughs) So I don't see what the possible. Well, you could say it and we could slice it out later if you'd like to. I don't know. No, but you know what? Don't say it. Because if it's a client. But but we we were finding that the the people who were the most interested in working with us Mm. were the places that were basically saying, hey, we who who were doing the same thing I was doing at Wellington. Like, hey, we want these tools and they don't exist. And, And they're doing that manually right for lack of a better word right, right. They're, they're going and they're looking at the numbers once a quarter and they're saying okay we got a pair back here and pair up here well because- at, at our at our clients they're doing it a lot more than quarterly they're doing it daily but it is just you know operationally hugely burdensome and risky okay and it's, on a, it's where, on a spreadsheet and that's where, where you come in that's yeah. where we come in i think your question was yeah. are there people taking advantage of you know the fluctuation in currency and it's actually yeah. they're they're not just not taking advantage and they're not paying attention yeah right you know? so it's sure. kind of just happening to them and could they gain on it yeah in theory yeah but, but they could right. also lose on it but and the in, the investor in their funds isn't banking on that that gain or loss and that's the whole kind of point right um and so not to put too fine a point on it but your what your product and your service does rohana is um digitally automatically um there are these triggers right that that kick in when certain benchmarks are hit, certain levels are hit am i saying that right or? well so, well so there's kind of there's kind of a day-to-day function where just you know you rebalance as often as you want to but we do have other features that monitor for extreme market conditions like the airbus crash that i talked about mm-hmm. or last you know however re- the recent record breaking fall Mm-hmm. That would yeah. be that wouldn't have to be a person sitting watching and seeing it happening and reacting to it because our our product would be monitoring some market conditions that would that would notify them and generate those orders so that they could get ahead of the market. To me, it's like it it feels like insurance to me. It feels like the insurance yeah. like why why would you not have it? Like do you, you well, know? Well, it feels like I mean like, I the, like car insurance sort of. Well, the, you know, the, like, the, would, you, would you drive around without it? I, the analogy is an airbag. It's like, right. okay, maybe you didn't know you needed an airbag until someone showed you one, but would you buy a car now without an airbag? And like, and you know, these financial... Oh, <laughs> see, it could happen at any <laughs> moment. <laughs> right. They, yeah, that, that, that's, that's a better analogy. They don't know, so, right. But they don't know to ask for it, right? Like, right. The, and that's kind of... And why would you not get an airbag? Like, no, no, I don't need the airbag. Well, right, you know what? You get wouldn't, the airbag. Because <laughs> it's not like you're going to imagine yeah. an airbag. Right. You know, somebody right, did, right, right, but right, you're right. not going to. 
Right. And so that that's a good analogy because that's it's it, it's protection against something a lot of people might not risk they might not even realize that they have, right? So Yeah. yeah. yeah and, as Rohan was saying at one point, there aren't necessarily a bunch of people on on those funds that are focused on currency. And so the you know, currency risk and and hedging against it can be calculated fairly easy, but it can be complex, but it's something a computer, a system, a, a, a program can do automatically. So it's a lot um, of moving pieces. It's a lot of moving pieces. You can't really monitor it manually, but you can you, you, I think we have copyright uh, and trademark lawyers sprinting right now to court to trademark automatically. Automatically. I think I've been hearing that for many years. I automatically, think it's a, yeah. Do we I miss it? A, Someone else does it? I think it's a financial no. software. I, I made that up. Okay. <laughs> Mike Bruni, everybody. Top of my head. Um, good. Well, let, let's break there. So, but uh, Rohana, r- remind everybody the, uh, you know, the 411 on you. But you mentioned the website before, but it never hurts to say it again and how people can get, get in touch with you and that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, of course. We are Wise Trading Technologies. Our website is www.wisetradingtech.com. Right, T-E-C-H. And, T-E-C-H. and it's not just a static thing about your product. You, you, have, you update the content on there. And lots yeah, we, of, have, we, have some, we have some really good blogs. There's, you know, there's a lot happening. We, are, we do tend to sort of focus on the global markets and just not we're just to be clear we are not market practitioners we're sort of mm-hmm. just you know we're just saying we're looking at current events and saying what what should you be looking at and thinking about and asking your advisors for or asking you know mm-hmm. as in just get you a little bit mm-hmm. more educated well, I feel more educated. I hope you do too. <laughs> so thanks to uh, Rohana and Mike. Thank you for listening to Get Wise, brought to you by Wise Trading Technologies. And our thanks from our friends at Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network, for producing and hosting. Check out all the cool stuff we have at the Boston Podcast Network, pod617.com. And check us out next time on the next, edi- next edition of Get Wise. See you then. Oh no. Uh, license and registration, please, sir. What's the problem, officer? Uh, well, son, lots of problems. You were, you were doing 115 miles an hour in a 35 zone. You have a blown tail light and a blown headlight. Uh, about a mile back there on the road, you ran over a whole family of deer uh, and some very cute bunnies. You appear to have several kinds of illegal explosive drugs and firearms in the back seat, not to mention. There's a 300-pound bearded man who's bound and gagged back there for some reason. What do you have to say for yourself, son? Uh, if you log on to pod617.com, you can listen to some great podcasts and produce one of your own. Pod617.com, huh? Okay. Have a nice day, sir. At pod617.com, you'll find on-demand podcasts on politics, sports, music, and amazing storytelling. And pod617.com will produce a broadcast-quality show for you to promote your business or professional service. Listen to the voices of your city and join the community. Pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. Oh, uh, you know what? I changed my mind. You're under arrest. Aw.